Hey guys, it's Tish. Welcome to Women Crush Wednesday, the official platform for us female business owners and entrepreneurs. A space for us to share our stories on how we're breaking generational curses and creating a new norm for our families. Each woman's story is unique and we can all learn and grow from one another. Sit back, take out your notebooks and let the journey begin. All right, you guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited for you guys all to be here today. Um, I'm pretty excited for the guest that we have on with us, um, another boss babe, CEO. Um, literally got connected with her on Facebook just because we're so common when it comes to women empowerment, uplifting other women. Um, I really love what she's doing, and so I'm super excited for her to be on here um, to just share what she's doing, but she has a lot of experience in different areas. So um, I'm super excited for her to share her story. Um, so Crystal, are you there? I am. Hey. <laughs> I'm so glad you were able to hop on here with me. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, the one thing that did stick out is when uh so i started doing this thing i'd say probably for the past six or seven months whenever i um get a new friend request or a new uh new new follower on you know instagram or facebook i always send out like a positive greeting positive message just showing you know support like if you need me i got you you want to connect i got you and so i remember sending you a message and you had invited me to your um your your facebook community and I was like, wow, we definitely have similar kind of values. You know, we're trying to uplift women, empower women. And I was like, I definitely have to connect with her. And so I wanted to go a little bit in one with your movement. But I, if you could begin, because um, you have three businesses. So I wanted you to first share, you know, all three of your platforms. And then we can kind of move our way into your community as well. Sure. Thanks so much. So technically it's four. Oh, so okay. yeah, <laughs> technically it's four. So, but I'll start off with, with my, um, my, my baby, which is, uh, well, first off, Crystal Verne. That's what I go by. Um, and, um, so you're a womanpreneur. Yes. Uh, so Divas and Dolls Fitness is my baby. And I've been in that business for over, uh, had my studio for over six years. The business is a little bit older than that. Um, but that is my pole in sensual dance studio um and i'm located in temple hills maryland um and yeah so we you know we've been doing well and i'm, I'm happy to say that even despite covid we're still you know operating and we're also um teaching classes virtually as well so oh that's awesome that's that's one of my businesses uh -huh. um and then it's Cirque sensual which is the sister brand to divas and all fitness and that focuses on um, aerial art and performance. So it focuses on more of the circus arts like Lyra, which is the aerial hoop. So if you're familiar with Circus Soleil, um, oh, we, that's one I of our main classes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then we have pole silks, which is like a hybrid between pole dance and silks, which are like the two, the silk things you see, like the mm -hmm. free fabric in the circus. Yeah. It's a hybrid of that. Um, so we teach that class and then also we teach acro chair, um, which is like a combination of chair dance, um, acrobatic movement and, um, flexibility 
all in one class. Um, so, which is really exciting. I love that class, love teaching it. Um, and then we also do some traditional pole dancing with a like circus or artist artistic feel to it. Um, so all of that is under Cirque Sensual. Okay. Um, and then we have Simply She. Yes. Simply Slay Hard Every Day, um, <laughs> which is my uh, coaching business as well as the name of my podcast as well. Um, and that brand is really all about, like you said, uplifting women, empowering them to be their best selves. Um, really, what I teach in my coaching program is for uh, women, ambitious women, high achievers, to be able to set goals that align with their core values and be able to manifest the life that they desire, whether that's personally and business, business-wise. So being able to make those multiple six figures and, you know, be financially independent and just live their best lives. I love um, and then my, my fourth brand, uh, which is Crystal Verne, which is me, my personal brand as a speaker and author and a coach. Awesome. Wow. I love <laughs> it. Oh my God. I give it. Yeah. I just love to see it because I mean, you're doing so many different things, like so many different realms. And it's like, you know, kind of all it's all different, but it's like, man, busy, busy bee. Um, one thing I did want to touch on, because your, um, your, your dance studio is a, a brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. And real quick, I mean, so many people are kind of going through different things. I mean, especially with the transition with COVID. So a lot more people are definitely starting, you know, online businesses or, you know, maneuvering that way. Um, but I actually know a couple of people that, you know, want to actually start a brick and mortar in any tips, you know, three things that somebody who's looking into um, starting a brick and mortar, anything that you can uh, tell them uh, advice-wise? Three tips. Okay, let's do, let's go. Um, first thing, you need a business plan. Mm, okay. Um, because most landlords, which is, I'll talk about that in a second, most landlords are going to require that you have some kind of a business plan or financial backing mm. to be able to have that brick and mortar space. You can't just walk into a place um, and say, I want to rent this space you know, if you don't have any business credit, they are going to most likely look at your personal credit. Okay. Um, but you need a business plan because you, even if it's not for the landlord, you yourself need to know how you're going to pay for this space, right? It doesn't just pay for itself. So right. definitely have, um, have like some kind of a plan where you're, how you're going to earn revenue. Um, and the next thing would be to actually, uh, for what I would say, talk to some of the tenants in the space that you're going to be in unless it's like a single owner building some people move into a space where like it's they're the only people in the building but if you're not um these are just kind of like logistical tips talk to the tenant in the building talk ask them because even though it's uh the landlord's trying to see your credit worthiness you also need to judge whether or not you want to be in this space oh, right so um talk to the people figure out how the landlord's it landlord is what the maintenance issues are like some of those things because those are things you don't think about when you're, you're just so excited to be in that space and put your logo on the wall that you're not thinking about logistically how this is going to work. Definitely. So maybe that's kind of like one and a half. Uh, the second would be, uh, do you have a savings plan? Have you started to save your money? Mm -hmm. I would recommend having at least a year's worth of expenses saved mm -hmm. before you even step into a brick and mortar space. I know some people, they get a loan, like they go, they, they go out and get a loan. I mean, I didn't actually get a loan when I started my business. I used um, my savings and part of my tax refunds. I just didn't want to take, I didn't want to have a lot of debt. Wow. Um, okay. But yeah, so I was like, 
no debt for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the people do they they go out and get a loan. But my recommendation is having at least one year of expenses saved, and I would say even don't sign um, a lease longer than a year. Okay. Why? Because look look what we're in now, right? If you just started your business, and it, maybe it's not a bad business idea, and maybe it it can um, it can grow, but sometimes things don't go as we plan, right? doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means that maybe this is not your time mm-hmm. and to keep working through it and try again, but at least you give yourself an out. Like if something go, you know, maybe there's a, a illness in the family, you get ill and those things you weren't really preparing for, right. definitely um, some things to consider. So I tell people, don't go off the bat and sign a seven year lease or five. It's, it's, it's going to be cheaper. Absolutely. But just think about yourself in terms of always having a backup plan. So definitely nothing longer than a year lease. Um, and then I think the third thing would be is have your marketing strategy together. Okay. As a brick and mortar place. That's good. How are you going to get clients? Okay. I'll tell people social media could shut down tomorrow. How are you going to get clients? Wow. You don't, you don't own social media. That is so, that is so good. You, you got to think about it, right? You got to think about it. For a platform that you do not own, if it, if it goes dark tomorrow, what are you going to do? And you should go into go into your business thinking, what if this happens? So I can tell you, like, there's some platforms that didn't exist when I opened my business. Like, right. I was like, my college was one of the first colleges on Facebook. Like, really? I remember when, fa- yes, I remember when it, Facebook it did was- start off just for like college students. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I remember when there was no Facebook. And I remember getting the invite to join Facebook. And I was like, what is this? Like Facebook, blah, right? Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I, right? So, and then like we've seen some platforms kind of like, like fizzle out. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, what's it called? Snapchat. I mean, right. people still on there, I guess, but like, it's not as popular. I used it at all. It's like, <laughs> like in <Right>? forever. <laughs> Coming on. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so just, just having, thinking that in mind, like, Yes, when you're a new business, I'm not saying social media is not important, but just thinking about those things, like how else will you get clientele um, and making sure that you have a platform that you can control. Those were some really good tips. Like those were really good. Now, one thing that I did want to touch on because um, you're also a coach, uh, one of your, you know, um, your platforms um, and you, you said you speak on um, alignment and things like that. I feel like so many of us backtrack from our goals because we don't know how to be aligned. It's like, we'll, we'll say all these positive things to ourselves, And then we don't realize as soon as we start thinking negative, as soon as we start, you know, the limiting beliefs, we're literally backtracking ourselves going down this spiral, spiral hill. So for somebody who's looking to get aligned with their goals, a couple of things that you can tell them, um, for them to start doing to really take heed to being aligned with the life that they want to live. Absolutely. Um, I always tell people that always starts with them. Mm-hmm. Don't be, don't look for someone else to, um, help you or tell you on your journey. You're the, you're the person that's going to be able to manifest your best outcome, mm-hmm. so to speak. You are the person, like I always say, help is not on the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's up to you. That's my favorite, like one of my favorite things to say, help is not on the way, it's up to you. And also you are the master of your fate. You are the captain of your soul. So you have to make the decisions, you have to decide. And 
look within yourself. Don't look within or don't look for other people to be your validation. And I, and that's something that I struggled with for a while. I, you know, I'm a perfectionist um, and a high <laughs> achiever. And so I wanted to be like, yes, it's good, right? Okay, I did a good thing. Yeah. And then just, you know, like taking a step back and realizing, well, I was already doing well. Yeah. <laughs> I like, <laughs> I was already successful. I don't, <laughs> I, right, right? You were yes. like, yeah, no, no I already did that thing. I've already passed this point. So why is it that I'm looking for somebody else to tell me yeah. this is good or this is like the best way yeah. to do it? Like, you know, I think your like your journey is your own and mm -hmm. a lot of times when we get in certain spaces we want to compare ourselves to Susie down the street or Keisha over here yeah. right you know we 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 want to we want to say you know I should be where she is I should have what she has you know or I could do it better than her girl why are you comparing yourself right like they are they're they're a whole they're a whole different people right yeah. and you are and you are you and you are right where you're supposed to be so that's basically it. just making sure that you um, start with yourself, look within yourself. And there's some questions that I give people to like really um, hone in on that and uh -huh. think about themselves and go on that journey. And one of the things that I tell them to do is to describe themselves and not how, not as others would describe them. That's the first thing. Describe yourself. So don't think about it in terms of what other people would say about you. How do you describe you? Then think about what are you good at? Okay. What are you good at? right? And then, or what do you stand for? What's important to you, right? So if you're good at cooking, if you're good at, um, I don't know, running, bike riding, writing, whatever it is, like, right? And then what, what do you stand for? Do you stand for women empowerment? Do you stand for justice? Do you stand for world peace? Like, what are the things that make you who you are? And that's what I actually call the boss identity, the best observation of your subconscious self, right? So boss, best observation of your subconscious self, not necessarily related to being a CEO, right? Okay. Because you are the CEO of your life. Absolutely. So whether you own a business or not, you are the CEO. You're the CEO of your life. Hire, fire, and promote accordingly. That is very important. Ooh. A lesson that I learned, <laughs> I learned later, but now I always implement. I'm like, listen, you are fired. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that is good. Wow. That is man. And that all comes with the mindset of it all because I don't think people understand. I feel like a lot of us like stay in situations that just no longer serve us anymore. And it's I think it takes some people a long time to kind of get that okay, you're fired. You are no longer serving me any purpose. Like, I just feel like we need to figure out how to get to that level way faster. <laughs> like, so where we're not just spending, you know, just wasted time in certain situations and certain environments. Like, we just got to learn how to call it like we see it and get out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can tell you, you know, that I can, I can speak about it because that was me. Right. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I've actually lived through. And that's how that's how I created my program. Actually, that's what we go through my program. Because I think a part of the part of the challenge for so many of us is that we're afraid to confront the problem or the issue or the challenge It's mm -hmm. too difficult. Right. The two quite often the too hard to do is put to the side. It's not acknowledged. It's compartmentalized. Like we'll mm -hmm. deal with that later. Yes. Right. Instead of dealing with it now. I'm the let's deal with it now. 
yeah. person, right? <laughs> so, and I mean, it was kind of like, I was that way for everything in my life, except for dun, 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 when it came to my marriage, right? So on this exterior, I was, um, you know, successful, high achieving. And so I felt like because it wasn't going well, it made me a failure overall. Mm. And so that was the, that was my self-limiting belief that mm. like, um, I just wasn't good enough. And it's like, why, why is it so, why is it so difficult? Is this, this, this is all that there is. Like, this is all my life is going to be. And that, that was the space I was living in. And it was kind of like, my mom was like, no, 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 no. You know, that's not true. Right. But I still continued to move forward in that, on that path. And finally, it just kind of took me saying, well, wait, you know, I know I'm this way. You know, I know that I treat people as they, you know, they want to, they want others to treat them. I know I'm respectful. I know that I'm, you know, a good person. So I shouldn't let someone, this one person, tear me completely down and make me make decisions that are not in alignment with mm -hmm. my core values because that's what was happening. I was around people making, I was not around like people, my circles today is completely different. Like I'm around like-minded people and I make, a, I'm very intentional mm. about who I now let in my circle, like mm. my inner circle, what I call the inner circle, yeah. right? I have called, I have a whole concept, circle of influence and you have to know where people fit. It's not a, it's not a, um, a, a way to be mean or cut people out of your life. It's an unbiased way to determine who should get most of your time mm. and what's most beneficial for you in a positive way to help you manifest what you want to manifest and, you know, be as happy in life as you can possibly be. Um, but once I like really like faced the challenge, mm -hmm. you know, like the issue at hand, it was like, no girl, you're right. <laughs> like you just need, you just need to go ahead and move right along <laughs> and let go, let go of the baggage. That's when you're, you're trying to fly and you have like a ton of weight on you. Mm, yeah. Drop the ton of weight so that you can fly, right? Amen to that. Now, walk me a little bit through your coaching program. Who are your, who's like your typical client? And mm -hmm. what exactly kind of a, like, uh, what's like an overview that you're covering in the program? Like who would benefit from, from working with you? Sure. I work mostly with my high achieving, ambitious women. Um, and not to say that you like have all these awards and accolades and all these things, but you want, you want things in life. Mm -hmm. You see yourself like at a mm -hmm. higher level, you want more, you want to elevate, right? And you constantly are, you're constantly trying to learn things, try different things, do, you know, better yourself. Right. Um, and most of them are womanpreneurs. So they have a side hustle um, or they're, are, you know, are, already are a full-time business owner and they're looking to um, scale, right? Looking to take that next step in business or, or they could just be getting started. They could still be at the side hustle phase, trying to make it to the full-time phase. Mm -hmm. um, and those are the folks who, you know, typically will be in the program who I would like to work with. Um, now, as far as the overview of the program, it's a six-week program and we really take a deep dive first setting the foundation um, for slaying hard every day, right? The she, simply she. So that all starts with figuring out one, your core values, who you are, your boss identity. Then we walk through the circle of influence, which what I just talked about, about like making sure you have the right people around you. And you know, 
I understand. You're not going to be able to cut people out of your life like that. I mean, unless they really need to be, and then that's a whole other <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, which it could, it could, it could be, it could, right. it could be that. It could be, it's happened. It could be that. Um, but it's just getting folks to understand that concept of like, okay, if I want to have a business conversation, I can't talk to, you know, my cousin Lamont, like we just not going to have that business conversation. You know, he wants to watch Netflix right? all every weekend. So right. if, if I want to have a business conversation, I need to call up my business besties to talk about my business. Right. right. So like just understanding that concept and being okay with like, you know, allocating your time. Right. Mm -hmm. Then there's like being able to block out the noise and um, we talk about the law of attraction and manifestation. So okay. being able to ignore um, all the distractions mm -hmm. out there. So don't be on social media scrolling for like three hours about why you not, why you don't have this, why you don't, why you're not good enough. I'm like, you know, watching somebody's video over and over and over, obsessing, yeah. girl get off their feet. Yeah. Like just, <laughs> like, like blocking out those distractions is yeah. the first thing. And then also carving out or making time for yourself and making sure that you practice self-care is a big thing, especially as an entrepreneur. So we go through some tips, uh, tips to build that into your daily practice Okay. as a business owner, as a woman entrepreneur, as an ambitious woman, because we can get burnt out just like, well, yeah. we probably get burnt out even more. So right. making sure that that's in your vocabulary and that you're practicing it. Then how to properly use the law of attraction. So all those self-limiting limiting beliefs and you saying, well, you know, I can't, can't has to be cut out of your vocabulary. You have to just be starting thinking about like money always comes to me. I'm yep. always happy. I'm always this, right? I'm always at peace that you have to just start believing that and incorporating that into your daily practice of affirmation. So that piece of it, then we start to get into, once we have that foundation, then we start to get into actually the business aspect, which is creating your action plan. So we, you actually walk away with the action plan that's customized to you Okay. For things that you can do in your business, step by step, I'm giving you feedback. Like you have to do it. Like I'm all about action. You can't just write this thing and just show up and be like, "Here it is." And did you do anything on it? Absolutely. Like, you have to do it. Um, and part of that is setting smart goals. So I teach you how to properly set smart goals and how to incorporate them in your action plan to actually be able to implement, which is the most important step. And what people actually kind of not do, they start with the first step and then they kind of just fall off. No, we're going to go through the whole thing. Right. Um, and then uh, from there, it's, it's boss decision making. So how to how to make um, high level decisions, complex decisions fast, because mm. as a business owner, that's important. You're going to have to do that. You know, I had to come up with a whole operational plan procedures for COVID when there's no state guidance. Like all I have is stuff from the CDC. I have a little bit from the county. I got to piece it together and make an operation. Wow. Right, you know, you mm -hmm. have like there, like things that you've never done before. Who's had to make a pandemic operation? Right. Not in this lifetime, right? <laughs> and so <laughs> you have like I had to pull from all my different expertise and experience to be yeah. able to put that together, give guidance to my staff, communicate to clients. Like these are all things that, as a business owner, you have to be able to translate those skills and make decisions quickly. You are going to do it or you aren't going to do it. Right. And I I can say that from a a, a woman working in a former predominantly male industry, especially working with the military a lot, that's one thing that we're looked down upon. It's like the women get frazzled, frazzled yeah. right? And so I want to I teach women 
how to be able to not be shaken, be confident and be able to stand next to their male counterparts. And when they hear your high heels, they're shuddering as you're walking into the room. Yeah. Like being able to be that confident when you speak, right. And make, and making decisions and not worry. And the last thing that we focus on, um, is building habits, right? That's, that's all like that wraps, ties everything together. So after you've done the foundation with the mindset work, we've talked about how to have self-care and how to manifest. And we've also gone through your action plan to keep it together. It's all about the habits that you're building. How are you going to keep this thing going? And that's also part of my community, um, being a part of the community and also having that accountability also with what you're working on, but how to basically build a habit and how to keep it going. Wow. First of all, you over here are providing so much value. Oh my <laughs> gosh. No, that is so awesome. I remember the um the last time we when we had our initial conversation, you were you were telling me that um you do try to help um women run a a, a um a good business. Like we had brought up the the decision making cuz we sometimes are slow with decisions and having a good center of influence and then incorporating systems because sometimes that's kind of what holds us back from being high level, high operating um, business women, that, you know, as we can be. So I'm really glad that um, you were able to touch on that. Now, how important do you think it is that women invest into themselves? Oh, like a hundred percent. Like you have to. You have to do it. Like, if you don't invest in, like, let's ask this question. If you don't invest into yourself, who's going to do it? Mm. Who is going to do it? That's good. Right? I just, I mean, and I say that, like, not, um, not from the sense of it actually being, it's not, it's not a rhetorical question. Like, you, you, you like, it's you. Like, you, you have to do it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you don't, the people who invest in themselves, you can always tell the difference from the people who don't right and so if you if you don't feel like you should how can we get you to the place that's where I come in like how could we get you to the place for you to feel like you should invest in yourself and invest in yourself constantly right mm -hmm. that's where the elevation comes in the inspiration comes in absolutely now <clears throat> say somebody who's like never invested into themselves is is listening to this where would they start what do you think that they what should be like the first couple of things that they should invest in well, I definitely, so I'm a lifelong learner. So, um, you know, increasing your knowledge um, is definitely key, but I would say if you're listening to this and you feel like you are not, um, not in touch with yourself, not in touch with your purpose, your core value, not your passion, okay? Talk about passion versus purpose. You know, passion is something that, you know, it's kind of like, I call it a pit stop. Your purpose is your path, right? Mm -hmm. What are you supposed to be doing? Okay, so if you're not in touch with that, if you don't know what that is, then you know, definitely you guys can hit, shoot me a DM yeah. <laughs> on uh, Instagram or Facebook um, and let me know. We can definitely have a conversation about it because you want to have that clarity in your core values because I tell people all the time, um, if, especially if you're interested in running a business, it shows up mm. whether you want it to or not. So if you're unsure, that uncertainty shows up That's in your true. business. That. It shows up. Um, and it's not something that, um, I don't say people should be, don't be ashamed because a lot of people are right where you are 
and it's all part of your journey and, and in discovering yourself, but definitely gaining clarity around who you are as a person is so important. Don't let other people dictate that. So invest in yourself to figure that out, if nothing else, just so that you can be comfortable in your own skin. And it's not about being cocky. It's not about, you know, being the loudest person in the room. None of that, none of those things. It's just being confident in who you are and the way that you're living your life. Um, respectfully, of course. Yeah. Um, and, and then, I think another another place that they should look, like I said, was was knowledge, like learning learning something, right? Whether it's a, reading a book, reading an art, article, taking um, taking in knowledge from um, someone that is greater than you, right? Or knows knows more than you, right? And then the last thing I think, which I'm always a proponent of, is a coach. Yeah. <laughs> because guess what? Michael Jordan has a coach. Yep. Serena Williams has a coach, right? Everybody has a coach to get to the next level. And I think you have to choose the the person that, you know, works, you know, works well and works best for you, which doesn't have to be me. I'm just saying that sometimes you do have to have a a coach to be able to get to that next level. So, yeah, I think that's, I think that's one, a, a great way to put it. And for me, for example, like when I first started, you know, kind of like my self-discovery journey, um, it just started with me reading, like tons and tons and tons of books. And then, you know, as I started progressing, as my mindset started changing, then I started investing into conferences. Then I started investing into, you know, different events, putting myself into different spaces, you know, not spending a whole lot of money. But now as I progress, they they do get expensive sometimes, but I'm always learning. I'm, I'm in rooms with people who are in places that I want to be. And so um, I too invested into a coach as well because everybody has a coach like everybody needs somebody (laughs) to get to the next level and just as like a personal testimony even with my um with one of my businesses you know I was kind of stuck and you know I didn't really know how to kind of scale to the next level and just last night my my business coach she um you know helped me figure out what my next steps were going to be and I was like wow, this was, this was so valuable. And this was done in like a five minute conversation. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, cause I was stuck and here she is, you know, just going back and forth with her was able to help me, you know, put my thoughts into an actual action plan to take that to the next level. So I'm glad you touched kind of like on all of those. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm like, yes. Don't no, but I also glad that you mentioned conferences too, like conferences and networking and meetings, mm-hmm. just getting to know different people and putting yourself around people in the places that you really want to be. Absolutely. Now, talk a little bit about your um, your community that you have created. <laughs> yes. Um, so the Simply She Army, um, that is for, again, high achieving, ambitious women who want to get to the next level elevate, empower themselves. Um, but what we do inside the community is I give a lot of resources, a lot of tips. Um, I go live in there all the time um, for my members of the She Army to help them take their business and their mindset to the next level. Um, so we do a lot of, um, a lot of work, um, really, really centered around first, of course, I'm really passionate about knowing who you are and your core values, because once we have that, I feel like once people like really know that, it's, it makes it so much easier to go to their business and set that up. Like they're like, oh yes, like this is what I, this is the type of business I want to run. This is what I'm going to sell. Like it just, it just all flows because 
you're not going against the grain, right? right? You're not going, you're not trying to do something that doesn't serve you. And I always tell people, um, especially when, when they're starting a business, I always ask the question, why? Yep. And I was like, don't mention money. Yeah. So tell me, tell me why you want to do this, this, and especially this particular business, because I do believe there's a time and a place for everything. Like, for example, right, I want to invest in real estate, right? Mm -hmm. So that's one of my, you know, my long-term goals. But at this juncture right now, I'm not looking to buy a lot of property, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not looking to do that. Like, so, like, there has to be, there's certain, I guess, I think stages you want to be in to start particular businesses, depending on what your goals are. And if your goal is to be a real estate agent or to just be, to do real estate, obviously, yes, right. you want to move forward <laughs> in that in that vein but I, I definitely I see a lot of um folks just start start a business like you just start something yeah and they're not thinking about what their long-term plan is mm, like that is good uh, yes. again they are like missed the line with what yeah. they really want to accomplish like oh. you're in school for physical therapy um then you are you know you got a dog walking business a car washing business yeah then you started some MLM thing yeah and you're like nothing's working I'm like well what is it <laughs> that you really would like to do here like yeah. what is, I mean because I definitely understand like um you there are some things you do as a means to an end you do to save money so that you can move on to yeah, the next absolutely. thing that you want to do right but like you know I'm going live later and my, my group talk about how like you know it costs to be the boss because it's kind of like what kind of decisions are you making in, in your life that you know you're just kind of all over the place you should definitely stay true to your path so that's what we work on a lot in the group is okay, okay. like what is that you're really trying to accomplish because a lot of people they carry around things they're going to carry those businesses those ideas when really those things aren't serving them they're just things like, that popped in because they didn't concentrate on that one thing they really wanted to do they okay. didn't know how to get it off the ground so that's what we really focus on like honing in on that in addition to making sure that they have they've trained their mind properly Follow one course until successful. Yes, people, it's, that is, wow, that is so huge. And, and I speak on this as well, too. It's like, especially on the, on the online world, and you know, so many people have gained clientele from, from social media, which is absolutely amazing. But then you have individuals who, like you said, they're in this business and in that business and in this business. And it's like, how do you expect anybody to one trust you or to take you seriously when you don't seem like you know what you're doing? Like you're just you're just not following something until you're successful. And it's like iffy for somebody who's looking on the outside, like, okay, I see her talking about this, then she's talking about this. And it's like it's it's a hot mess. Like yeah. it's a hot mess from yeah, the outside. I agree. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like oh, yeah, and for those of you watching, like if you didn't know, it's a hot mess. Yeah, like literally. <laughs> just, just, and now your community, um, I believe it's free to join, free. right? They yeah, can just okay. Free. Now tell me, um, just because I'm in a ton of groups, like I'm always being added to groups. Now, what is some tips that you could give to somebody who is interested in maybe starting their own community? Like, where would they start? You know, they're trying to, you know, start their own little tribe. Um, any tips? Yeah. So I think the first thing is don't just add your friends and family just because. <laughs> that is, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. Starting <laughs> off strong. 
<laughs> yep. So a community of one is better than a community of salads. So just don't add your friends or family just because it's the, this the thing to do. You just want to, you want people in the group. Sure, people will be in the group. But I think it's like starting off the right way with the people that you want to attract. So when you're in groups and you're looking for people to join your group, you want to look for like-minded people or who, the people who you want to be in your group. That's who you go to get. So if you're in another group and you're like, hey, I'm starting this group that does this, the people who respond, those are the people you invite, right? right? Not everybody because right. everybody doesn't belong in your group. Right. You know, and, and if it really is your friends and family, are they interested in the thing that you're actually... Um, whatever your group is about. Right. If they're, if they're interested in it, cool. Then yes, go ahead and add them. If they're not, no, don't right. add them. No. <laughs> so I think that's the first and foremost. Um, don't get discouraged mm-hmm. because, you know, everybody's not going to want to join your group. Right. And that's okay. You know, so just being mindful of, of course, no, that's going to happen. Right. Um, and then I think it's, you know, always promoting it and, you know, um, talking about have this great community and, and providing value. I think it's, it's, yeah, a, it's that's a, a big thing. It's like, big make sure you provide value. Like, yeah. what is it? Why are people joining your community? Right. Like, what value do they get from being inside? So yeah. I think that's, that's the other thing, too. So I think those are my three things is don't invite everybody. Um, <laughs> any encouragement for individuals who do start communities? And it seems like the people that are maybe at it, they aren't really engaging or is that more so making sure you're adding people who seem to have an interest in what you're even speaking about? Yeah, I think it's really making sure you add people who have an interest in what you're speaking about because if they have a true interest, they're going to engage. Right, okay. Right, they're they're definitely going to engage. And then I've also seen people tag people who are inactive and like say, hey, just making sure you're still alive. I've seen that too. So, um, hey, you know, we're still here. We still love you. I'm like, woo. Right. <laughs> okay. Funny. Um, but that all comes into that's a little higher level and in, in all into community management. But like, seriously, if people are interested, they will engage. And if you have a conversation with them and, and make a genuine connection and then add them, then I think um, your community will be that much stronger. Absolutely. I love that. Now, you just recently had a, um, a women's summit. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah. So it was a three-day virtual oh. summit. Yeah. Woo, child. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had 11 speakers. Mm-hmm. And really, um, the theme of the uh, event was um, inspire, elevate, and transform. Mm-hmm. And that was really my goal for all the women that attended. Um, we had topics from, you know, like... Uh, how to protect your mindset in business. Yeah. Um, we had some marketing strategy, investing in real estate. Uh, we had a we had a vegan cooking demo. That was my favorite thing. So because I'm thinking about it, and I was like, oh, this is. I was like, oh, she got some tips. So um, I'll definitely be releasing the um, the ability for folks to be able to see the recordings um, oh, very soon. Awesome. But um, the, and the other the other topic that we had too was uh, how to start how to um, successful elements of a podcast and. There are a lot of different topics that we had. Oh, and also, of course, um, becoming fierce in your finances, financial freedom. So all the things that womenpreneurs and ambitious women need to know were in the summit. Um, And it was, you know, truly a um, a humbling experience because I, you know, people who participated, they gave so much value. Mm. Um, And I know that, 
it'll definitely touch lives for years to come. Um, so I was, you know, just really excited and really thankful uh, for everybody who came out. That is so awesome. Now, I was super bummed that I missed that one. Are you going to be having any more? Absolutely. I'm okay. going to be doing more <laughs> in <Yeah>. the new year. <laughs> okay. So please look out for them. I'm definitely trying to, to see if I can get one together for Q1. So okay. um, if, if not, definitely it'll be in Q2, but definitely look out for it because it was such a great event, a great experience. And a lot of uh, folks who weren't able to make it were like, are you going to do another one? So I'm like, yeah, let's look at another one. So yeah. <gasps> Yay. I'm excited. Yeah. No, I love um, women events. I actually just put on my very first one this year, a networking event. And so it's just, honestly, I think it's really humbling when you see that, you know, your efforts are really changing other people's lives. Like, putting people in the same, you know, room and, you know, seeing friendships that have blossomed, seeing business partnerships that have blossomed when they didn't know each other before your event. So it's like, right. it's really cool to see. And I just feel like more women kind of need to have that frame of mind where we're just always trying to connect with one another, always trying to figure out how we can collab with one another, how we can help one another. And so any tips on, women empowerment and how we can just uplift our fellow sisters um, and to where we're just more unity. Yeah, so this actually came up in the summit and I'm going to repeat this and I believe this was, um, trying to think, I think it was Dr. Angela Harris that said this. She was one of her speakers and she, she was talking about social comparison, mm. you know, and I was like, that is really, you know, that's deep. I couldn't, I was like, I never had a, a word or a phrase for that. So I was like, social comparison, stop the social comparison. Yeah. Like when we get in a room full of women, we automatically are like, uh, her dress, her hair, yeah. her nails, right? Yeah. Like, or, you know, why she wear that? Like, you know, those, mm. even if you're not saying those comments, you're, you're thinking, thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Yes. Because you don't know. And people, people will make up whole stories about your life who you who you're with yeah. they'll you know they'll even be counting your change before you count your coins before you do right and you're just like yo like you don't even yeah. know <laughs> like you don't know me so, the situation. so I just I think if we can stop that and we can give each other the benefit of the doubt and really come from a place of respect and come from a place of really trying to learn and also trying to add value to one another Mm -hmm. That would be like, if, if your intent was always when you approached one another person to add value and not mm -hmm. think, what can I get out of it? Yeah. Right. Like not, did you, did you buy first and then sell later? Right. Yeah. Did you invest in that person first and then ask for something afterwards? Or are you asking and constantly asking for things that only serve you and not thinking mm -hmm. about anyone else? I tell, I tell people all the time, especially if you want to be the boss and you know, you want to be the boss of something. Unfortunately, you don't come first. That's a fact. Especially if you have a team, like you do not come first. Yeah. It is your responsibility to think about those who you are responsible for. Yeah. Right. So, you know, we always come with that mindset of, you know, I guess like a, a um, I call it servant leadership, servant leadership, yep. like come from that mindset when you, when we were, in the room with other women, like-minded women, mm. of how can I provide value and have that exchange before there's the, like, and uh, that hopefully that will help to eliminate all the social comparison that goes on. 
So wow, that was that was so good. That was so good. I just did a. Um, I'm out here in Atlanta, and I've been um, doing. I've been hosting these these brunches with strangers, and it's like a group of girls. We just meet up, and you know, we do brunch together. And one of the young ladies, me and her, were having a conversation. And I was telling her, I was like you know, it's so crazy that as women, we judge each other harder than these men do. Like, you know, when we see somebody, we're like, okay, why is she wearing that? Why, why she got her hair like that? Why is she, you know, doing this? And then I'm like, we got to stop that. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's so crazy that we are so heavily judged by one another. Um, and so, yeah, we definitely need to stop that. And then when you touched on adding value, I absolutely love that. And it can be so simple to do, you know, even like, even when I said, you know, I send out those, um, those greeting messages to people, you'd be surprised by how many people just aren't even, you know, don't even have positive exchanges like that. And I'm just like, oh, wow. You know, it takes all of 30 seconds for me to send like, Hey, you know, I'm here if, if you need me. And it's just like, we just got to get more in, into that mindset. Like, how can I add value to this person? Like, how are they going to leave better after, you know, meeting me or knowing me? And so, wow, that's, I love that. I, I really love that. Now, um, for anybody listening to this, who are you trying to connect with? Like anybody that who, like, what type of woman are you trying to connect with? Yeah, so I think, you know, again, um, it is really that ambitious, high-achieving woman in terms of for my um, coaching, well, any real, really just anybody. Like-minded. Any yeah. like-minded, <laughs> ambitious, high-achieving woman. That's who I'm trying to connect with, you know, um, and I, I love networking, you know, mm -hmm. meeting different people, different entrepreneurs, different industries, definitely different industries. Like that, you can always learn something from someone else. Yeah, that is my even if it's something small. So um, definitely um, that and then yeah, so ambitious, high achieving, like-minded women. I yes, let's connect. <laughs> Absolutely. Now one um, last thing, tell us how we can actually listen to your podcast because you have one as well. Um, so when does that come on or when do you air your episodes? Yeah, so the Simply She podcast, it's a weekly podcast. Okay. Uh, episodes drop on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Okay. Um, that's the audio, uh, the audio episode. Um, so you can listen to the episodes every Tuesday and you can um, check check out the replays um, at isimplyshe.com forward slash podcast. Okay. That's isimplyshe.com forward slash podcast. And also I do live episodes as well. Um, they're, not typically, they're not scheduled necessarily on any particular day, but if you subscribe to the Simply She Facebook page and also our YouTube page, you'll get alerted when we're about to go live and do a podcast episode. I love it. Yes. I just, like I said, I knew we had to connect because I was just seeing all the value um, that you share. Now, as we close out, are there any final words that you want to leave the audience with? Yes, I absolutely do. So glad you asked. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just want to remind everyone. I do this all. I do this everything I do. Remind you guys that remember, you two can conquer if you slay hard every day. Oh, okay. That was it. That we gonna end right there. That, <laughs> that was a good one. Well, Crystal, I am so so glad that you were able to join me today. Like I said, 
you provide so much value. And so it's like one of those things where, where you see like-minded women, it's like, you got to commend them. You know, I, I see you keep doing it, keep going, keep grinding, keep slaying. Um, so yes, uh, like I said, I definitely appreciate you for being on and we will definitely be talking soon. All right. Thanks so much. Bye girl. Bye. <laughs>